Welcome to A Healthy Bite, a podcast where my mom shares bite-sized bits of healthy motivation. Here's my mom. Hey guys, Rebecca here with A Healthy Bite, and I have Dana with Wisteria Herbs with me again today, and today we are going to talk a little bit about nutrition and herbs. Yes. So I find that a lot of people are interested in healthy living, also ask me a lot about what they can eat and how to do that to stay well. So I kind of wanted to talk today about some of the basics. So I I wanted to first kind of tell you my background is in Chinese medicine. So Mm -hmm. all of the dietary things that I tend to recommend for people come from that same mode of thought. So a lot, a lot of times now when you look online and you look for dietary advice, you see a lot of conflicting information mm-hmm. and people don't know. They're like, should I do the Mediterranean diet or the paleo diet or the mm-hmm. low carb diet? Like what's, so what's true. best? Yeah. So it's always really confusing for people. I do like to recommend for most people that they follow somewhat of a paleo diet, Mm -hmm. but everyone is so different and they always feel different eating things. So at the end of the day, it really is just what you feel good eating as long as it's not a bunch of processed junk food. Exactly. So Um, when you talk about the paleo diet, you you chose that particular one because avoiding gluten is good, avoiding dairy. Sometimes for some people, Mm -hmm. some people avoiding those foods is good and some people it's not some people need those mm-hmm. foods um, and they really do know like people will know when they have a negative reaction to right. their food and I feel like one thing that I've noticed about because I've tried almost every eating style there is from uh-huh. raw vegan to paleo one common thread I found is that vegetables are important yes you know and I mean whether Very you're much. gonna put meat with the vegetables or uh-huh. not put meat with the vegetables vegetables need to be on your plate no yeah. matter what eating style you choose yes. Yes, very yeah. much. And I also find with people, I, I really like to encourage them to eat protein mm-hmm. and try to do that because a lot of people are, you know, raw, they eat raw food diets or they are vegetarian. And I really think that people that are sick need more protein. Mm-hmm. So, and, and that's not, that doesn't mean eating steak. Like right. there are other ways to get protein in exactly. your diet. And I think that's where people kind of trip up. They're like, oh, I need to be eating steak and potatoes. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like um, the best thing I like to recommend for people is bone broth. Mm. Bone Me broth too. is fantastic. Do you do you yes, make bone broth? I make my own bone oh, broth, yeah. Yay. I love to go to Earth Fair or Whole Foods and get either some beef bones or chicken bones. And yes. I actually get, um, I have a YouTube video about this. I get at Costco the two-pack of yeah. organic chickens. Uh-huh. And I just bring them home and I make, Amazing. I cook them in my Instant Pot. Yeah. And the broth, the bone broth from that is so like good. pure. I just made my kids a soup the other day and I'm pulling it out of the jar. And I'm yeah. like, look at this broth. It's, it's like, like completely <laughs> solid jello. And my son said, Mom, yeah. are you? You sure that's not jello i'm like yep yeah <laughs> it's amazing i love bone mm-hmm. broth it's so healing i've i've like because i work with people mm-hmm. i have like people tell me crazy stories i don't do anything else with them i don't give them herbs nothing i just tell them why don't you try some bone broth this week and they come back and one guy was like i lost 10 pounds oh my it's like oh <laughs> and then another person came back and she got her sense of smell back wow um, because she was heating bone broth. I didn't do anything else. It is amazing. Hardly. I mean, collagen. And it has so much 
good stuff in it. Yeah. So I, I always, it's a new rule now when I work with people's just everybody gets bone broth. It doesn't matter who you are mm-hmm. and just and you have if, to try it. Right. And even if you don't want to make bone broth, there's yes. some good, like I think Epic um, has a bone broth you can get at Whole Foods. It's like. Yeah. Make sure that when you buy bone broth, it is, it has gelatin in it. And I, you have to be careful about the brands. Right. I mean, I know you yes. can order like actual real bone yes. broth now. Yes. I mean, I'm not, not talking about the box. Right. right. Don't get the get box. Make soup or a can of bone broth. Yeah. But you can, there are companies now yes. that actually sell homemade real yes. bone broth made yes. from real bones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you just absolutely don't want to do it, but it's so easy. It's so easy and inexpensive to make it on your own. It literally takes five minutes. It's so easy. If you have an instant pot, I'm telling you, it's the easiest because I I make an entire chicken and then I save all of the chicken meat for my husband's lunches throughout the week. Yeah. And then I put the bones back in the instant pot and it's so amazing, the broth that comes from it. Yeah. It's delicious. There's, there's yeah. a reason that chicken soup is like the go-to for whenever you aren't That's feeling good. That's what I good. always say. Our grandmothers knew what they were doing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's the chicken soup. So bone broth. What else? Yes. Uh, bone broth is good. I also like to start people out eating liver. I know it sounds gross, um, but this is number two on my list mm-hmm. as far as vitamin and nutrient content. Mm-hmm. So... Um, liver is jam packed with vitamins and minerals. Mm-hmm. It's, it outperforms kale like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't get this kind of nutrition from, from vegetables. You really, really can't. Um, and it's, it's, there's a reason it's a pregnancy food. Mm-hmm. It's a traditional pregnancy food because it's loaded with B vitamins and all your fat soluble vitamins like vitamin D, vitamin E, vitamin A. These are things that are really tough to get from vegetables. Mm-hmm. So I, I like to recommend people eating that. <laughs> I know a lot of people are like, oh, liver. Yeah. And if you have an aversion to it, there are ways of getting around the texture mm. or whatever. Um, there's a book I love to recommend called okay. Nourishing Traditions. Yes. And she has some recipes in there that uh-huh. are that are palatable. Yes. Um, and I've even made spaghetti, um, like the sauce. With yeah, and you will take you can take ground meat and Mm -hmm. grind up liver and put in with it, and you can't tell the difference. It's in there, but no one knows. Yeah, that's that's (laughs) no one's gonna want to eat at my house now. But (laughs) 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 they'll they'll get used to the taste. Uh huh. Yeah. I Um, mean, really, I think I've made it before where you couldn't tell uh it was there. But I like liver. Most people also are pretty good with like liver pate. They'll mm-hmm. usually eat some liver pate because mm-hmm. you put bacon in it and that makes it delicious. Uh, so um, you'll have to share your okay. recipes. <laughs> recipe is yeah. going to be in the show notes. Yes, there we go. Um, <laughs> so that's good. And then also like when you are cooking liver, there's a little bit of a trick. You want to make sure you don't overcook it. Mm. Make sure it's like medium rare on mm-hmm. the inside. Have you ever tried soaking it in vinegar before you cook it? I have not, but that vinegar and milk soaking it, yeah, is supposed to very much help. It the changes taste. the texture to a little bit more yeah. palate pleasing I bet wine texture. would also be nice to soak it in as mm. well. I've never tried wine, but I have tried mm-hmm. vinegar and I've tried milk okay. and they both make it okay. better. Well, then there you go. Yeah. So, um, so but I want to try your recipes. Okay. <laughs> uh, we talked about bone broth. We talked about liver. 
I also like to talk about seaweed. So this is sea vegetables are really, really high in um, minerals, like super high. So you're talking nori, dulse, wakame. 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 And then also kombu, Mm -hmm. which is the type that I like to use. This is like the the broth. It's it's for soup soup Mm -hmm. stock. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's like it still has some of the like salt on it from the ocean. Like you Mm -hmm. can see it's like straight from the ocean. And where do you buy yours? Just... Um, Actually, anywhere is probably fine. You can go to Asian stores or whatever. Mm-hmm. Some people are concerned about the heavy metal content. Mm-hmm. But what's interesting about kombu is that it contains alginate. And alginate actually chelates a lot of um, these toxins. So even though they might be there, they aren't going to harm you because they're bound to mm-hmm. the alginate in the plant material which is why you want to get the kombu instead of like the nori because the ah. nori it doesn't have as much alginate in it. So, alginate. Yeah, alginate is the um, goopy you can't stuff. Ra- you can't wrap sushi with... Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> so I, I, most of the time I tell people to put it in their bone broth. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you can just put a little bit in there. Um, very helpful. It's loaded with iodine, calcium, magnesium. Right. And tons of trace minerals that we just don't get in our diet anymore. Which is something that I think is important because a lot of people are switching to more ancient salts like yeah, pink Himalayan salt definitely. or, you know, real mineral yes. salt, Celtic. And those do not have iodine. So mm-hmm. it's important to have the yes. seaweed to yeah. give you that iodine that you need. Yes. And iodine is a really interesting element. So what it does in the body, again, like you said, it, it can help with, well, did you say it can help with thyroid? No, but okay. I was thinking okay. that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's essential for thyroid function. Um, like if you see somebody that has goiter, right. like after pregnancy, that's because mm-hmm. they need iodine. So, but it will help support the enzymes in the thyroid. And this gets complicated too when it gets like an autoimmune thyroid. Mm-hmm. Then you have to also be really careful. So right. sometimes people have so hypo or hyper and, and they don't realize they also have an autoimmune condition. Okay. And sometimes that can mess with things. So yeah. we want to get back to yeah. the <laughs> So um, iodine is fantastic. It's, it actually – so it's a halogen. So mm-hmm. when you look on the periodic table, it's in the same column as bromine and chlorine and fluorine. And we always hear about the negative effects of fluorine and bromine and chlorine on the body, right? But Mm -hmm. iodine is a halogen that's actually beneficial for our body. And so if you get enough iodine in your system, you can actually push out these other halogens. So if you have too much chlorine, because we get that a lot from our water supply. Mm-hmm. Chlorine is beneficial to the body, but if you have too much of it, it becomes unbeneficial. Mm-hmm. So it can replace the chlorine. Um, a lot of our sodas and breads at least used to be brominated. They might still be brominated. I'm not sure. And it can help get that out of the body as well. And then the fluorine from our water supply. Some people have fluorine in their water. It can mm-hmm. help get that out of the out of your system. And it's these Minerals tend to accumulate actually in your bones and anything. And I think it's your estrogen tissue. There's a really interesting video. I will send it to you on the link. There's a doctor that uses iodine on his patients and has had some really interesting results. Nice. 
and and he talks about you know dosage levels and all sorts of stuff and you can have a lot of seaweed like people kind of they're like oh the, so you're saying you can't overdose on you seaweed you can't overdose on, <laughs> like it's really hard to overdose on seaweed like okay like gotcha I that's think like he trying to overdose on green tea he recommends like 13 grams a day which is like that's like that's that's a lot <laughs> a lot of seaweed that's like that's like two handfuls of seaweed mm-hmm. and i don't think most people can eat that a day right okay so seaweed so we've mm-hmm. got bone broth liver seaweed, seaweed. Mm-hmm. and those are really good starting places mm-hmm. um i would also mention spirulina because it's also a really nice source of B vitamins for people, True. especially right. if you are a vegetarian or you're a vegan and mm-hmm. you want to try to get that in. It's a really good source. It's still not going to give you your fat-soluble vitamins that you mm-hmm. need. You will need to get those from liver or um, other animal sources like eggs. But spirulina is a really good place to start mm-hmm. okay. as well. So those, those are like my superfoods mm-hmm. I think of. I also I also like to recommend that some people uh, eat beans, mm-hmm. at, like beans as much as possible because of their high fiber content. Mm-hmm. So this this when you were talking about detox earlier, mm-hmm. uh, we had a conversation before the podcast started. We were talking about detoxification, and beans are a fantastic detoxification agent for our body. Cool, yeah. So just because they bind. The, their high fiber content, uh-huh. um, higher than than any of your like grains and stuff, will actually bind bile in the body. So this is the bile produced by your gallbladder. Mm-hmm. And what happens is a lot of fat-soluble toxins accumulate in the bile. Mm-hmm. And so what fiber actually does is it binds that bile and pulls it out of the body. And so your liver has to make new bile. So it synthesizes new bile. So it's detoxifying. Yes. So it's detoxifying. So it literally binds that gunky fat-soluble toxins and pulls them out of the body. So if you guys are following the May Detox Challenge and you get to the day that says eat more fiber or track your fiber today, and if you don't eat enough fiber to up your intake, add some beans. Beans, any kind of beans, chickpeas, Mm. uh, mung beans. You can have, I like lentils a lot. Mm -hmm. Lentils are really, really good. Kidney beans, all the other stuff. Pinto beans, black beans, they're all good. Yes. I mean, my favorite is chickpeas, obviously, because... (laughs) You can make hummus, but you can make other types of, I I guess it's bean paste if you use something else, like like refried beans. Yeah, like literally just eat beans all day long. Like just have a spoonful whenever you remember to have Mm -hmm. some beans. And that's a really, really good way to get bile out of, like prevent the bile from recycling Mm -hmm. and get it out of the body so you synthesize new. Right. So fiber is a good way to do a little mini detox. And that mm-hmm. that's the subject. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the object of our challenge for May is oh, that great. there's a lot of small ways that you can detox yes. without doing this big thing. Because yes. people hear the word yes. detox and they're like, oh my gosh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to feel bad. Yes. But like, for example, radishes. Radishes are an amazing detoxifying food. And they just do so much to clean out your liver and they're good for cardiovascular health. So people don't realize that you can do little things yes. that gently detox your body a little bit every day. People don't realize that sleep is detoxifying. Your brain is basically taking out the trash while you're sleeping or water is detoxifying your body when you right, drink it. Right. So people, I think because 
really people have made the word detox into something super scary. Like you have to take yes. all these supplements and you have to eat all these purging foods and then you can't <laughs> eat anything. Detox you know? is associated with throwing up. <laughs> right. I mean, detox is kind of scary. Yeah, so yeah. I'm trying to like take away that ugliness from the word sounds amazing yeah so 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 this is like a whole month and you have like little tips and stuff yeah there's 31 little suggestions for the month of may and and one of them just happens to be fiber so yes i agree with the whole beanage fantastic i have to go look at it (laughs) yeah i like to do a little challenge every month and one of of the prize for this month i always like to give away a prize and Uh this month it is a salt lamp and you know salt lamps are amazing for your environment and your home so really good. Well, I might be competing with everybody else too. You'll have so. to get on there. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have to enter. So that'll be fun. So we basically we've covered five, five foods that are yes. great for a foundation for nutrition. Yes. Bone broth, liver, seaweed, spirulina, spirulina and, and beans. And beans. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I think that's, that's a really a great good place start. to start. Thank you so much for all of these suggestions and we'll have to get together again because I want to pick your brain about all okay. of the stuff Most that you definitely. know. I feel like we can learn a lot from each other. Awesome. Okay. Thank you so yeah. much. We'll take care, Rebecca. All right. You too. Thanks for listening to A Healthy Bite. Encouraging bite-sized bits of helpful information from my mom to help you stay on the path of total wellness. Remember, you can find more detailed information at thatorganicmom.com.